What's up, y'all? Back at it again. You know what it is, the Working Actors Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Watts. Today in the studio, I got Toby Gaddison. Come on, man. Let's go. You ready for it? I'm ready for it, man. So All this day. episode, I'm super, super amped up about because this particular episode, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about from theater to TV and film. Mm-hmm. And this man has the experience in talking about both sides mm-hmm. of the track, the theater aspect and the TV aspect. Mm-hmm. Now, people be asking a lot, man. Okay. How do I transition from theater to film? And I know it's a lot of differences when it comes to being on stage and Mm -hmm. being on camera. You can speak to that very well, man. Tell me, what do you see as the biggest difference between film and television? Let's start. Man, that's such a good, that's that's such a loaded question. I think the biggest thing that you're going to find is, um, I don't even know how to approach it. the biggest difference between theater and film, I'm going to say, is just the movements, mm. right? Because theater is bigger right. because all of our movements have to translate to the people like in the fifth, sixth, to the back of the audience. So our voices tend to be a little bit more broader. Our yeah. movements have to be a, a bit more broader. So the idea of subtlety mm. and nuance can get lost between the first and third row. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So whereas film, it's here. Right. Right? Um, film, I like to say, it's it deals a lot with the emotional psychology of the character, which means it's a lot of just eye movements. Right. It's a lot of facial expressions or none at all. And I like what you said about the subtlety mm-hmm. because, you know, theater is bigger. Mm-hmm. And, and you gave it. You got to, the person in the back got to hear you, got to mm-hmm. see you. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot of representational form in theater what are you talking about language hey, brother wash <laughs> yeah so so i keep knocking you in my back it's brother. all good um so yeah so there's a lot of that so there was this so uda hagen talks about that mm-hmm. a lot right if anybody knows uda hagen get her book of uh, respect for acting and she wrote a second book called challenge of the act right. challenge for the actor so she talks about that a lot where it's representational versus presentational where right. representational where it's like more like i'm dramatic <laughs> and it's and you saw a lot of that in film and theater you know what i mean like in the early 20s 30s 40s 50s to do or to not to do right right now it's, or that right <laughs> like 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 the idea of oh i'm in pain <laughs> ah! you know what i'm saying a whole lot of that it's yeah, it, yeah. it represents that but but the other side is what is what I think Marlon Brando made famous um, mm-hmm. of just realistic acting, yes. realism acting. So you do have a lot of that in theater. So it's difficult for people to trans- tra- uh, transfer over from theater to film mm-hmm. because it's harder to bring that down and and experiment in the in the in the moment in the the yeah. nano moment and seconds of the moment. But, but does it also help because? I, I have saw a lot of theatrical plays and mm. I feel like they're able to be freer sometimes mm. in a sense of like exploring. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I've seen a lot of, you know, my, my fellow actors sometimes that have not experienced theater, mm-hmm. they're a little more cautious. That's a good assessment. Mm. I think I think when you, when you, when we deal with um the free aspect. It depends on what type of actor you are and it depends on the director that you have. Mm, that's good. You know what I mean? Because on stage, yeah, you're allowed to be freer. Um, and on film, you're allowed to do that too. And again, it depends on the it depends on the project and depends on the director. Yeah. Film definitely can be a little bit more constricting because you you're 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 confined within the the framework. Gotcha. Um, depending on the type of shot, whether you have a medium shot or right. a tight shot, you can't do a whole lot of movement. But if you have that wide shot, you mm. can do, 
You know what I'm saying? You're freer. Yeah. So in film, you have to be more cognizant of the type of lens, yeah. the type of shot that's going on. Um, theater, yeah, you can be a bit more f free. But, you know, sometimes in theater, I think acting overall, I think the real war is between I'm doing theater, 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 but there's no training. Ooh, come on. And I think that's where we get caught up in. Like, And, and I mm -hmm. want to talk about that, that training aspect. I want to mm -hmm. pivot there. Um, before I do, I want to mention this. Um, Stan Sklosky. Mm -hmm. He came and really brought a whole other aspect, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. him coming saying, all right, let's get away from the naturalism. Let's get away from the representation and let's move it into something different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like he was that bridge, mm -hmm. if you would, between he, theater and, you know, TV and film, yeah. that subtlety, right? Not, again, a, a very, very dope assessment. I feel like Stanislavski is like the Bruce Lee of, Ooh, of acting. Man, you just said it. <laughs> yeah. God, way to say it. And here's why, here's why ah. I say so. Yeah, yeah. Because he was invested in just monitoring life. Yes, yes. And he didn't really subscribe to just like one form or one style right. like Bruce Lee. Whereas we get that whole term of Method acting from Stanislavski, right. which is a very dangerous. And a lot of people don't don't know the derivatives of some of this stuff. Oh you know? it's man, it's dangerous. And so what happens is he started experimenting with you know w with what he called like if, all right. So if you read his book, he talks a lot about understanding the life and the spirit Come of on. the character, but then giving that life and spirit a physical aesthetic. That's right. Right. So you have to understand this. You know what that person's going through. Yeah. So he does a lot with experiential type things. So like if I'm if I'm playing a cokehead, and this is a a very rudimentary explanation, but I have to actually sniff coke and get high to feel what it's like, so then I can display it. Yeah. Super duper dangerous. Man, don't y'all be snouting on cocaine. Don't don't be don't don't, don't, don't be getting off the white horse, man. <laughs> don't don't do that. Right? They told me sniff coke. But 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 that's a dangerous thing yeah. because if you are rehearsing in your, they, a behavioral scientist tell us like they can't tell the difference whether or not you're thinking, Ooh. dreaming. Or thinking of something, the only thing that separates that is our consciousness, yes, right? Yes. The magic of the consciousness. Yes. And that's what he tapped into. Because I don't want anybody to get misconstrued. He right. didn't describe to like someone just diving into every experience on that level. Right. But definitely that's that that subconscious and the right. conscious going in between those 100%. two. hundred percent. Man. Because check it out. Come if on. you are if, if if to get to the point where you have to cry on screen yeah. and if you have to rehearse a traumatic experience yeah. because your brain can't tell the difference if it's past or if it's in the future what have you you're rehearsing that pain you're rehearsing that trauma mm. so it will never leave you yeah uh stella adler another big name she said she she went to stanislavski she was the only i think american that was trained under stanislavski and she said joe method acting is like the hype in america <laughs> and he was like yo y'all still on that <laughs> so he had already moved on Progress, yeah. from from method acting whereas yeah. in american american theater yeah. we were like oh method acting is right. and it works right but it's very he dangerous didn't even necessarily look at it from a viewpoint of method it was a system right and, and that was the base of it right he, he formulated a consistent system that was always ever-changing talk and heavy. he himself was not subscribing to it was a finished product right he wanted it to be elaborated right. upon you know which it should because the human experience is continuously 
obviously changed. It's varied. Yeah. And therein lies the Bruce, the Bruce Lee reference. Yeah, yeah. Because with Bruce Lee, he took from a whole lot of different fighting styles and came up with Jeet Kune Do. Right. Right? So that's why I call him the Bruce Lee. Hey, Leo. come on. And I, and I keep on that because, you know, there's some things I agree with Stanislavski. There's some things yeah. I don't with my student students. And we, even with myself, when it comes to acting, there is... Um, a lot of different ways to get to your destination. Gotcha. Plane, train, bus, automobile, That's walk, true. take an Uber. That's so true. whatever works for you to get to where you got to get to, then by all means get there. Because yeah. at the end of the day, our only obligation is to be believable. Yeah. Now, however you do that, <laughs> it's on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we would love to, and this is going to piss off a lot of cats that are in the Meisner, but we would love to every single time have a genuine experience on stage mm. or on film. But that... You ask any actor, that's yeah. not real or possible for real, for real. I understand. So, you know, you do what you can to make it believable. Don Cheadle in, uh, what was that movie? Um, Hotel Rwanda. That 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 famous scene where he's driving, you know, he figures out he's driving over yeah. dead bodies <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. and then he goes into the, the, yeah. the break room and then he, ah, and he breaks down, he tears off. He said he faked his way through that whole scene. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what do you mean? I believed your angst. And it just, it was a light bulb moment. Like, not to necessarily fake it till you make it, but my goal is to be believable. As long as I can make the ticket holder and the buyer believe that this particular person that I'm playing is having this experience with the given circumstances and things like things of that nature that Stanislavski talks about, then I did my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did your job, definitely. Now, the job is different, a, a bit different in regards to theater and film and television. Right, right. And, and you hit on something that's very critical, mm-hmm. confined to the box. You know, mm-hmm. that frame mm-hmm. confines you, whereas blocking can be so, you know, all over the place mm-hmm. in theater and you can kind of have more freedom. Like when you transferred over from like acting on stage to mm-hmm. being on film, mm-hmm. what were the biggest challenges you found? Um, just allowing myself to explore the subtleties and nuance. Mm. That was it. Mm. Oh, oh, and and just how technical film is. Mm. Go, uh, you know what I mean? Meaning like, like if 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 the camera's tight on me, yeah. Again, I don't have. You know a whole lot of movement hmm. you know what i mean i can't right. really it's that and also if i have a particular blocking pattern i have to nail my blocking in a certain amount of steps still mm. still deliver the line it's the same thing in theater as well but on film it's just soup it's just it's just way more technical gotcha every look every eye blink every you know everything is technical and repetitive hmm. because in theater we train six eight Sometimes 10 weeks for take one. And that's what I wanted to get back to, that training aspect. Right. Do you think the training is more rigorous in theater than it is in film and television? And we're we're going to touch on Uh, You actually trained actors here in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. and we're going to move it all the way to Philly where it started at. But I want to just ask that question now because a lot of actors, Um, they want to know that. That's a good question. I think think overall, your training should be rigorous, period. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether because number one, like I said, in theater, we train for take one. We don't get a take two. That's that's why I was like, man, you know what theater. I mean? And in film, Woo! I can have a second, third, fourth shot at it. <laughs> no, no, you can have six or seven. Right, 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 right. <laughs> take eight. <laughs> Listen, that the opening scene for uh, 
the social network with mm-hmm. Jesse Eisenberg and uh, the, uh, my, my guy who plays Spider-Man, that opening scene with Rooney Mara and Jesse Eisenberg, that was shot 99 times. No, man. Nine. Can you imagine going You got to fact check you on that. Fact 99 check times. 99 times. Factual. Factual. 99 So can times. you imagine you doing your lines, dialogue, bang, 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 bang. Cut. 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 Reset. Cut! And you got 98 more to go. You know what I would have been like, sir, what exactly is the problem? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're dealing with endurance. Yeah. You know what I mean? So your training has to be rigorous, whether it's on stage. An actor's life has to be, I feel and I agree, a very disciplined mm. life. Athletic. 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 Because of the endurance, That's what right. you have to know, what you have to practice. what you, you, And the conditioning. The conditioning. <sighs> Because because the different things that we have to do on stage and on film. So you yeah. have the aesthetic of acting, period. And then you have the auspices of theater and you have the auspice of film. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's it's either way. It's 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 daunting. Understood. You know, what I mean, depending on what you have to do. And it's so rewarding. So it should be. You know, yeah. you, you yeah. I, I think that we have one of the most important jobs. You know, and people say, yeah, yeah, you're just acting. Well, we're depicting human behavior, and we we are more than assimilating life in itself. Mm. So you tell me who else can show you life as a portrait. Right. That's not easy. Right. It's not. Nothing about acting is easy. Yeah. I mean, and if it is, you might want to double check. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because because we're willful schizophrenics. Okay. So you know what I mean? I so you. I have to understand, first of all, if I'm trying to play a person, like Uta Hagen says, first of all, who are you? Mm. That's the first question you ask about your character. Who are you? Most people have a hard time answering that for themselves. That's right. Like, who are you? Who's this character? What made your character your character? Why yeah. are they saying what they're saying? Because we're only, we only talk because we want something. Like, even right now, I'm explaining to you because I want to explain to you uh, my answer of a question that you have, or right. I want to make clear what we're talking about, or I want to diagram. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, we only talk from a position of want. Yeah. So my job as an actor is to reverse engineer the whole life of that character, so I can understand why this person is saying what they're saying. Right. What do they need? What do they want? Mm. What is getting in the way of what they want? How do they go about yeah. getting what they want? If they get what they want, and if they do or don't, how do they, how they respond, respond to, to that? Yeah. Or react? Come on, because the only reason why an actor, or character rather, is on stage or screen mm-hmm. is their objective. That's and it. once they don't have an objective, they should go off stage, off screen. So I, I totally figure it out. It. Yeah, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> figure it out. So even in your career, how did you figure it out, man? And, and I know you know you're a trained actor, but yeah. then you navigated um, to also coaching. Yeah. And I love your history because it's so rich, man. Thank you. I mean, come on, you in Philly? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Building mm-hmm. blocks out there. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that, man. Rich history. Yeah, man. I, you know, looking back on it, um, looking back on it. It doesn't really seem that way, mm. but when I look at it, I guess it kind of is Come that on, way. Man. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if I completely figured it out. Mm. I think I'm perpetually in a state of figuring it out. For me, it was making that decision of this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Mm. This is what I want to be. This is what I want to do. And, I, you know, the purpose of it, was unraveled along the way like like what you said in the opening 
I feel it is one of the most important jobs that we have because, again, when when the world shut down, what did everybody do? Needs some entertainment relief. Yeah. And without that, what do we have? Yeah. The images, the stories yeah. that we tell. It's all, if, I'll put it to you this way. If, I don't believe I'm going to say this, but <laughs> if the Department of Justice spends well over 300 million and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in the the arena of film yeah how important is it why are they spending that much Come money on. to put images out yeah. there stories out there? ideology yeah yeah, come on, agendas all the above. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's the most powerful vehicle. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And me as a black, like like as a black man growing up, you know, like in in in, in the late eighties, mid late eighties, or whatever. Like you really didn't see that level of representation. But I think we talked about it before. But when I saw Wesley Snipes, <laughs> and on. I was like, <laughs> come on, we're gonna make the product here, <laughs> distribute it here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I saw that, I was like, yo. And then when I saw Eddie Murphy and Boomerang. Come on, man. I said, yo, here you have a chocolate brother like myself. Yeah. It's a brilliant comedy. He gets Halle Berry. He <laughs> Robin Givens. His friends mirrored mine. My friends were just as goofy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he's successful. He didn't coon out. Right on. It was like. You got to see it, man. And I was like, yeah. it, it literally changed my whole wardrobe like yeah. in school. Because when I got my first job, all I did was spend money on yeah. clothes. My mom didn't <laughs> teach us nothing about finances. <laughs> yeah, man. But it changed my life, man. And I seeing, see that. And seeing those things happen. Yeah. Seeing um, Sidney Poitier, of course. Seeing the great. The, the great. The, the late great. Yeah. Sidney Poitier. Now my pop Big didn't fans. really like Sidney Poitier, and he's kind of controversial. He was like, he's the same in every movie. And I was like, <laughs> that's very acute because it kind of is. But what he does, he does what he does. Okay, all day, untouchable. He was doing it, all right? Yeah, yeah. So with the theater aspect, right? Mm -hmm. You also, you know, had your time directing. Yeah, you know, and I ain't talking just one or two projects. I mean, you you actually traveled. Yeah. You know, how was that experience? Because for me, I got an opportunity to kind of switch over and direct a little bit. And I felt like in the theater realm, mm -hmm. it, it served my actor yes, more. Yes, it did, yeah. Because I didn't have to worry about cameras, which alleviated my attention to the technical side. Mm -hmm. And it really made me focus mm -hmm. on communicating with the actor. Yes, so, so for you, how was that for you? Same same way. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like it made me a better actor. Yeah. Because I understand now. So what I'm trying to pull out mm -hmm. of an actor, I know what I'm trying to get from them yeah. so I know like the exercises or a particular technique. Yeah. So when it's my turn now, you know, with the script, I'm more on point with, on, with, 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 you know, what my job is. Yeah. So it made me a better actor. Plus I loved being able to, you know, I want to say like enlighten, but just like mm. turn somebody's mind yeah. on yeah. to like, oh, I never looked at it that <laughs> way. Oh, I never looked. Because a lot of times as actors, we uh, we create in a bubble. Yeah. We can't see the forest because of the trees. Mm. And everybody's like, oh, man, you're so dope. And they lying mm. to you. Oh, you're so good. Oh, my God, that was amazing. Just because you did a whole lot of energy <laughs> on stage doesn't mean you yeah. were doing anything. Yeah. And so... Um, so being able to take somebody and help them find their way, mm. like in the art, in the craft, and in the business, was 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 you know 
ridiculously rewarding for yeah. me. So you're helping actors find their way now. 100%. So, so tell me about this finding their way. What are you finding from your experience? So is it more actors coming to you that was in theater looking to transfer over to film and television? What are you seeing? Now? All of the above. Mm. From from I train anybody from that just woke up that morning and said, oh, <laughs> come on, I'm going to act. To, you it. know, trained theater people. Yeah. Because again, that that crossover between theater and film can be a monster. Yeah. So uh, I trained I, I trained them all all levels. Um, and it's 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 again, it's I love training new people because they haven't learned the bad habits yet. Empty slate. You empty Just slate. They haven't good. learned the the the. <laughs> This is my mad face, and this is how mad oh looks. Oh, my gosh. You know Don't what I'm saying? Don't do it, brother. I understand. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, my God. We yeah. can come on. And it's that. It's 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 really giving them the tools and yeah. then watching them grow and then watching them audition and then book and then book crazy and then them growing as an artist. It's like, yo, I had a small mm. – God gave me a – a beautiful opportunity to be a small part of that mm. person's development because ultimately when it comes to directing and teaching yeah. we're talking about legacy yeah, legacy and your legacy you started in philly with it mm -hmm. that you know had a school in philly still operating mm -hmm. one in philly that's right what brought you to atlanta for for, for to cultivate this market um a couple of different reasons one um such good questions adam bro oh um, man come on man it's the actors only it yeah actors, actors only come, come on, on let's man. get it um a couple of different reasons one because in Philly, 75 to 80% of all the films in Philly have our actors, mm. you know, the, at the Actors District. No, say that again, because I don't think they heard that. Yeah, and it's factual. 75 to 80% of all the films shot in Philadelphia, whether it's major films, whether mm. it's Creed, The Upside, or whatever, to the local indie <sighs> film, they have our actors. Now, to say that, you would think that we're a big school. We're yeah. really not. We were are located on the backside of Roxborough on Ridge Avenue. You know what I mean? And it's a really it's a small space, but yeah. the talent and God does that. He'll the use the with smallest the macro. and and build you and develop you yeah. in obscurity on the backside someplace, right. and then all of a sudden it's mm. you know what I mean. You're on. He'll bring you to the forefront. So. And that's so, something for actors to keep in mind, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I think sometimes we, we get hard on ourselves that we're not there. Well, where is there? <laughs> there's <laughs> where you are. Where you are, because there can continuously change. And 100%, it should change. 100%. Yeah. So we, I came down to Atlanta because... Um, Number one, it was on and popping. I wanted to expand. Shout yeah. out to my uh, brother and my partner, Wade, uh, Wade Whaley. He was like, um, Toe, you need to, because he left the Actors District, came down to Atlanta. He said, you know, you need to come down to Atlanta, it's on and popping. <laughs> I was like, all right, Wade, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I was listening to him. He was making sense. But yeah. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm focused on Philly right now. Right, I would right. love to expand. But he kept saying it. Mm. And I kept seeing the development. And I go, yeah, come on down. It's, it's, it's time, because here's what is happening because um, when I was living in New Orleans, it happened the same in New Orleans. And this is what's happening to a lot of actors in, in, in Atlanta. You have the industry proper coming mm -hmm. down here. Like, it's not leaving. They tried to do it in Philly, but they can't. But all the studios like Trillith, Tyler Perry, and whatever else, they're here to stay. You know what I mean? Hollywood is here to stay, and they're building, and they're expanding. Oh, so sure. what does that mean? So because Atlanta is not a SAG-regulated state, um, you, you, you're, you're, you're yeah. dealing with costs. So instead of, so they want to start casting major roles here in Atlanta, yeah. but the, 
but the quality and the level of the skill set is not necessarily industry standard. The well, same let's thing. Let's be straight. They don't even think or believe right now right. that they can pull from this pool. Right, and they can. Yeah, they so can. So my job yeah. is to get into this pool That's right. and help develop the talent to tell them, yo, no, our folk has everything you need That's right. and then some. <sighs> Okay, oh okay. This is gonna. Be, I'm, I'm gonna get some <laughs> letters. Go. But I got so much love mm. for our British brothers and sisters in the Black diaspora. A hundred percent. This is not a knock on them because they're doing it the right way. But here's the thing: us again. We don't want to train. You know what I mean? We'll get a part. We'll be play after play after play after play. Yeah. Film after film after film after film. But we do not train properly. Mm. We do not train. Yeah. Old school way. Get yourself in a class yeah. and train. A lot of us do. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. But because the uh, the landscape now is filled with indie films and things of that nature, we, we think that just because yeah. I got this role, we, we mistake the work of the craft for the work on the craft. That's so good. Now, that's a good assessment. Yeah. Come on with yeah. it. And, but to speak to that, mm -hmm. I'm a native. Yeah. I've seen a lot of bud in several different ways, music industry, yeah. film and television now. Yeah. I think one of the assessments I made was because it's so new, right? Mm -hmm. It's about perception and perspective. And a mm -hmm. lot of people don't really have the perception or the perspective mm -hmm. that you just voice. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, I'm grateful that I have this role, right? right? And it's like, yes, you have this role, but this is only a stepping stone to so many variations of characters that you can play. But sometimes it's like, I'm just getting this. This is a, a, a under five. I'm, I'm, I'm content. Right. And I right. get settled with that. Right. When it's like, no, like, the, the goal is to keep expanding. Yeah. So I don't think right now, like, certain people really grabs that sky they the will limit. They, they will when they hit that wall. <laughs> oh, come on. Because <laughs> right. they will only, without training, they will only let you get up so high. And what it's do right. I mean by that? What I mean by that is if a lot of these shows cost three to five million dollars an episode to make, if you say somebody like a Sterling K. Brown made in the first couple of years of This Is Us, he was making 75K an episode. Come on, man. You 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 have to say, well, what does he know? He's they're not gonna trust yeah. you with seventy-five thousand dollars an episode and all of the production, all the money, all the genius. Mm -hmm. They need to be able to trust you with That's the right. script and with the character. Yeah. And they know as soon as you open up your mouth whether you have the training to justify them paying you that amount of money because all of that activity is all contingent upon the actor's performance. Yeah. That's and that's it. why, like you said earlier, it's that development. It's, a it's development. that training that we got to invest that time into. And, and I'm so yeah. glad you said it's an investment because, again, yeah. back to our Br British brothers and sisters. So what the industry, what we're finding out now that the industry is telling us is that if you are a black American in this country, your work ain't dope. Because a lot of the work All is American, yeah. British dude. Snowfall. British dude. Yeah. It don't get any more American than crack. Yeah, come <laughs> you know on. what I'm I saying? Mean, Martin Luther King, British. Yeah. Harriet Tubman, it don't get any more black American come on. than Harriet Tubman. Come on. British. Yeah. So they're saying that we aren't skilled enough 
to play our own stories. Yeah, and we got to respond, and, and responding is through the training and the development. The Actors District and at Trillip Studios every Wednesday, yes. seven o'clock to nine thirty every Wednesday. <laughs> I love it, and that's why you came down here mm-hmm. to crescendo at that for that cultivation. And I love where your heart is, yeah, because it's not just oh, it's a hustle. I want to start some and get money. I really see the value that you're adding to the yeah. community, and this is why I was like, man. Yeah. We gotta get Topio. Yeah. Like the value that he's contributing to the community here in Atlanta. Holla at me. I will absolutely what we do at the Actors District is hundred percent we shorten the distance between where you are and where you wanna be. Mm. Because I want us to say, like you said, what's our response? Yes. We we know we have latent and inherent genius. You know what I mean? Like Big like facts. Donnie Hathaway says, from the black pool of genius, we know we have this black pool of genius. Ooh. So what we got to do is train it up. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Come holler at me. I will get you right so that they can no longer say mm. we ain't the hype. Yeah. And I will specifically the North American black man and black woman is a completely different person than any other person on the planet. Yeah. And what we do, our art influences all the art around the globe. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Man, I appreciate you having, Giving having me. Giving it to us like that, man. Yeah. So look, you got to close us out, man. I really wanted you to come on the podcast mm-hmm. for this very reason because I knew you could add value at this yeah. level. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But leave us with some, man. A lot of actors and actresses watch the podcast, listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. and they really want to know about like how do I transition if I'm in theater mm-hmm. and I'm taking that leap going into film and television? Mm-hmm. What would you tell them as some golden rules or something to transition by? Oh, man. I would say the first first and foremost become a student of human behavior Mm. when you watch people watch their eyes watch their facial expressions recreate their facial expressions watch their eyes listen to the conversations that you're in that's first and foremost watch people and the interpersonal relationships because our job is to put real people on camera and real people on stage so why a hundred percent watch people too the second thing i would do to make that transition is and this is the hard part that a lot of act the majority of actors don't do real quick um wb du bois coined the term the talented 10th right yeah. which was was meant for us black folk but i think it's more um like more of a group dynamic because only 10 percent of any type of group are going to be like the ones that do it so what i mean by that is only 10 percent of y'all are going to do the work the second thing i would do is and that i did was i watched movies i went to the library got a library card and watched movies from the 20s the 30s every decade 40s the 50s the 60s the 70s and 80s and i saw how acting progressed i figured out you know what actors that i liked what the stories were like and how acting evolved and and things like that so that's number two do that research and read pick up a book and read youtube is cool i've learned 80 percent of what i've learned now from youtube (laughs) but pick up a book on acting pick up stanislavski's three books it's it's the the first two books are like in one volume but pick up his books pick up uda hagen's book pick up stella alip read that's right study Mm. study read you know what i mean to be able to talk like you talk and ask the questions like you ask it doesn't come from somebody that doesn't study 
Yeah, or hasn't read a book or doesn't, you know what I mean? Become a student of the game, you know what I mean? And Ooh, then three, big uh, come to the award-winning, I forgot to say this, hey. I don't know how, we uh, were voted the uh, that <laughs> the best acting school in Philadelphia at the Philadelphia Urban Film Awards, which I'm so super-duper proud of, and come see us. And if you're not able to come see us, still, just get in a class. Get yeah. in a reputable class, because a lot of them are going to teach you fluff. But you want to know what acting is so that you'll be able to survive either on stage and on film. And that's what we bring. Man, there it is, man. Y'all done heard it from Toby Gaddison, man. Look here, man. Way to bring the tools, man, and add a tremendous value to this yeah. community. I'm looking forward to you being able to come here next time, mm -hmm. whenever it is, and be able to say, we have been nominated for the best acting school in Atlanta. Yeah. You done better than yeah. Philly, man. Welcome yeah. to the A. Like hey, it does strike twice <laughs> in the same place. I salute you, good brother. <laughs> yeah, man. Daddy, stay tuned for another episode man this episode right here you already know man adding tremendous value the working out this podcast produced by adam wash executive producer asia white and my man jamario mike so stay tuned for the next episode daddy peace appreciate you man all day my guy <laughs> thank you so much <laughs>